Hare Krishna devotees. Hare Krishna devotees. Itai Gora. So thank you so much for being here and being attentive. I'm, uh, I would like to welcome any newly arriving devotees. And um, I was looking for the two presenters this morning. Anyway, I don't see them now, but we'll welcome them later. So we have uh, heard so many profound presentations during the last two days. Friday evening, we heard from His Grace Tamahar Prabhu about the seven purposes of ISKCON and the profound and uh, brilliance of Srila Prabhupada by compiling these seven purposes. Uh, we've heard uh, on Saturday morning, um, His Grace Rabindra Sarup Prabhu spoke about Srila Prabhupada's unique position as the founder charya of ISKCON for now and all time in his books are actually the the um, cornerstone of our movement for 10,000 years. We've heard from, again, His Grace Tamahar Prabhu about the education and training in ISKCON and how Srila Prabhupada wanted us to see ISKCON not as a religious process or, or a religious institution, but as an educational and cultural movement. Uh, we also heard about uh, how the devotees are implementing education in a strategic manner, and two of those um, two of those presenters later on were Raja Leela with devotee care and Her Grace um, Krishnandini Mataji and her husband Tariq Prabhu. Today we will hear from His Grace. Ravinda Sharup Prabhu again. But before uh, he begins, uh, later on in the afternoon, we will have a breakout session. And so we would like you to think about the session in which you would like to attend. And uh, later this morning, we'll ask you, and we'll ask you to raise your hand so we can determine how many breakout groups we will actually have. One of the presenters is not here. He had to leave. Uh, his wife was not well, so we had to leave early, and that's His Grace uh, Tamahar Prabhu. And we ask the devotees to please pray for his wife and that she uh, um, has a healthy recovery. Uh, so we'll ask you that uh, when you come back after breakfast. Uh, is there, are there any other announcements that we'd like to make at this time? No, no other announcements. So this morning's session is uh, Anarta and Anarta Navriti. It's personal and social dimensions, which I'm, <laughs> I'm really eager to hear uh, from His Grace about this, this topic. So without any further ado, His Grace Rabindra Sharu Prabhu. His Grace Rabindra Sharu Prabhu, Ki Jai! Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shimati Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namane Namaste Sarasate Deve Gauravari Pacharane Devishesha Shunyavari Paschachade Sitarane Omangyanam Timurandasya Gananjana Shlakaya Chaksur Miritam Jainam Tasmai Si Gurave Namaha Vanchakalpa Trubhyas Chakrapa Sindhu Bhiyabhachapatitanam 
ಅವನೇಬಿಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಬಿಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ so this is um, the idea of anartha anartha nivritti uh is central to our endeavor uh, iskon is very 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 good at implanting deep inside its members the concept of the pure devotee and the concept of pure de- and other religious traditions have similar things uh, in christianity there's sainthood but at least in my years uh, growing up in a, a christian environment they were a special class of people different from us a few weirdos were saints and they're a big example but you know uh, we have the idea of the pure devotee but it, and we're a little different which all of us are supposed to strive to become pure devotees and that plants that in really this is what you should become you should become a pure devotee and probably because that comes from prabhupada uh one time he said um this was in a newsletter that chamsundar sent out early on uh and prabhupada was traveling in africa he had just been in england had a debate with the secretary of the mensa society uh to be in the mensa society you have to have a genius iq you 140 or better or something like that and prabhupada had defeated him so he was saying to sham sundar i i act like a king because nobody can defeat me <laughs> and then so he was talking about our movement he he said he said uh, i am one person and see what i have done cuz this was like what 1971 uh, uh, or something like that 72 he said i have i am one person see what i have done now we are 500 that was probably the number of initiated devotees he had by then now we are 500 so each one of you become just like me and see what can be done that's what he said each one of you become just like me so he was we have the idea of the pure devotee we have a spiritual master uh, and, and we're supposed to become like them that is krishna we have tech problems here is, is it going to happen <laughs> okay so it, anyway uh uh so that idea of the pure devotee is is there inside us and then when we look at ourselves and see what's going on uh whoa there's the gap between what i am and, and what i believe i can become or aspire to be now, i don't want to show it all the time just it'll distract everybody so not not yet
so that's how to, so the question is how to deal with that gap and how, how to make progress in a healthy way and how to deal with failure in a fruitful way. Wow, is that the best we can do? So what what we are Anyway, we don't have to show that right now, just get it ready. I don't want people Yeah, just I wish you have to do is block. <laughs> Isn't there a button you can push? <laughs> All right, just okay. So, <laughs> well, even my computer's going crazy. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. So, what's the fruitful way uh, to to deal with this uh, sense of of, of uh, personal failure? Uh, so we we have uh, one of the things that we all learn is the Shishastika prayers of, of Lord Chaitanya. At least we recite them every morning, and Prabhupada has recite them. So the first the first uh, of those prayers. Uh, is coordinated with the stage, our stage of development, Adau Shraddha. First of all, there has to be faith. Uh, and then uh, when there's a preliminary faith and you associate with devotees, Sadhu uh, Sangha, uh, Bhajana Kriya, you practice devotional service, and then comes Anartha Nirvitti. The removal of anartha. The word artha means something that's valuable, something you want. So anartha, unwanted things. There has to be this anartha nirvritti. Then you become nishta, fixed. Prabhupada would always use the expression: you should become fixed up in Krishna consciousness. Uh, so that comes after anartha nivritti. Now, nishta, uh, what it means is that if someone comes to the stage of nishta, very rarely do they ever fall down. It's not the super advanced stage, but people, eh, they don't fall down. That's what it means to be fixed. Huh? So we should come to this stage of nishta, at least, not to spend 40 years... Uh, going back and forth somewhere, flipping around in an artinir vritti and trying a little bit and going back and, you know. Uh. Then, of course, nishta means you, you have a fixed in Krishna consciousness. Ruchi. Ruchi means taste. Ruchi has as its object uh, the activities of devotional service. Do something in Krishna conscious and some other possible material activity. You'd rather do the Krishna conscious activity. You don't even have to preach to yourself. You just like it better. This is ruchi. 
We have a, t- a natural taste for the activities of Krishna consciousness. And then the next stage is called asakti. Uh, the word asakti, asakti with a long A in the beginning, asakti literally means addiction. Addiction to Krishna. Uh, 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 Ruchi has the activities of devotional service as its object, Asakti as Krishna. And then uh, Bhava, the Astasattvika, Vikara, tears, all, almost uncontrollably sometimes, these strong devotional feelings, these symptoms of ecstasy. Uh, they are as very powerful as emotions can be. The kind of feelings you get from things like rage, murderous rage, hate, you know, fear, terror, you know, your hair stands on end when you, you know, one of the symptoms of ecstasy is your hair stands on end, right? Roman circumpas, you know, Roman the, the you tremble. Well, if you're walking in the dark and a dog nearby barks, you know, your hair will stand on end too. Your heart will start beating, you know. What to speak of the kind of feelings aroused, uh, brought on by, by strong sexual urges, the very powerful, visceral, bodily things. But these don't come from anything material. They're spiritual. They're pure. But they're intense. I mean, my idea of, of uh, what spiritual life used to be was you had, had to settle for, like, mild pleasures. <laughs> the really good stuff, you know, was for bad people. <laughs> and you had to kind of get a taste for boredom to have a <laughs> spiritual happiness. Uh, but these, these with, with, with bhava, you have super intense. You want to see how intense read Chaitanya Charitamrita and see what was happening to Mahaprabhu. I mean, one of the symptoms of ecstasy is death. Um, that's ba- and then prema, love for Krishna. This is the, that's the sequence. It's the, the sequence of events leading up to prema. This is it. It's a kramaha, the chronological order. So we have to get through this anartanirvitti stage to begin. Then once you get through that, things move along pretty, pretty rapidly. Um, so what are the anartas? Oh, but, so anyway, the first verse in the Chaitanya, uh, in the Lord Chaitanya Shishastaka is about Shraddha because it tells us all the things that happen when Sankirtan is victorious. Parambijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. That's the actual sentence. Let there be all victory for Sankirtan. For the cult... Uh, uh, the, the, it can mean uh, Sankirtan means chanting together or glorifying the Lord together and Sankirtan also means when something is done fully or completely 
the prefix san. So when san kirtan is, kirtan is really done to a max. And these are the things that happen, uh, one after another. Uh, uh, the Sushasaka prayers get, takes you through anandam budi vardhanam pratipadam purnam rittashvadanam sarvatma snapanam, you know, all these things, one after another. This is what happens. First of all, Chaito Dharpana Marjanam, your heart becomes clean. And it takes you so this is the this so this is a about Shraddha. You should believe it. This is what Lord Chaitanya is saying. When Sankirtan is done, the, all these things are what'll happen. There's a kind of a sequence in there. Your heart becomes uh, clean. Uh, the your very your your relationship with Krishna is revealed, all these things. Uh, the next verse is quite a contrast. Nam namakari bahut. And the next verse is about an artanivritti. Assuming that you're now in association with devotees and you're practicing doing bhajana kriya, then an artanivritti. Hmm? Uh, so this. Lord Chaitanya said, Nam Nama Kari Bahudara, Nidja Sarva Shaktis Tatarapita, Tavakripa Bhagavan. Your mercy is that Nam Nama Kari, you have so many names. Nidja Sarva Shaktis Tatarapita, and you put in those names all your spiritual potencies. I mean, there's gratitude. So many names of Krishna. Those names are packed up with all these spiritual potencies. Niyamita smarane nakalaha. And in remembering them, it's rather simple. There aren't so many rules about the right time and the right place. And, you know, when you chant Gayatri, you got to face the right direction and do it at the right times of the day. And, you know, for all these rituals. No, there's much easier. Tavakripa Bhagavan, you've made it so merciful. So you're so merciful. You've made it so easy for us with all these names and a simple process to follow. Mama Durdaiva Midvishami Hajani Raga. This is your mercy. The contrast is my Durdaiva. Durdaiva means bad luck, misfortune. Daivas fortune, so doer is bad. My misfortune is that in spite of all those things, I'm still not attracted. So that's why this is about anartanivritti. Why? Here's all this. And so it's, it's, it's all sitting here, given to me, this, all these things, and still, you know, I'd rather watch the football game more attractive to watch these guys see how many brain injuries they can get from my entertainment. So this is this is so that that verse is about anartanivritti. Uh, so now we can turn this projector on. So in in the uh, Madhurya Kandamani Vishma Chakravarti Thakur. Uh, 
uh, he talks about this anarti nivritti and he analyzes them of the different kinds of anartas. There are four kinds of anartas, uh, which he describes as unwanted habits that obstruct the path of bhakti. Duskotita, arising from path sins. Uh, one of the effects of past sins is the idea to do it again. Bad habits. Uh, so this is uh, those kind of duskritta. Duskritta is sin, so duskrit utta, coming from duskritta, past sins. And remember, you're born with sinful desires. That means your previous life, you were past sins. What to speak of the ones you can remember from this life. Uh and then there's another kind of anartha, sukritta, arising from previous pious work. Uh, maybe you get attracted to piety. And that can stop you also in the path of doing good to others, charitable work. You know. uh, then uh, the third, uh, arising from aparada, aparada utta. Uh, that's the ones we're going to talk about offenses aparad and then the fourth kind very interesting bhaktiuta arriving from bhakti itself so these are the four kinds of thing and I, I really I'm still not clear about what those are from bhakti <laughs> anyway uh all I can think of doing it wrong, you know, and getting a sort of... Anyway, so then he also gives five degrees of nullification. You can see this. Ekadesha Vartani, partial nullification. Bahudesha, many places. Pervasive. Prayaki, almost complete. Purna, complete. And then he's got this Adyantiki, absolute. My idea, I can't try to, what's, well, so that's my idea of what this means, with no chance of returning. You can have complete purna and still somehow or other slip. So now I made a chart from his, uh, from here's these different stages, their degree of nullification. See, because he, he, he says, uh, uh, there's these degrees of nullification. So, uh, the anartas arising from bhakti, I, I can only mean like doing certain things wrong. Those go away. By the time you reach the stage of ruchi, they're gone and they won't come back. And nishta means all those bhakti anartas are, are gone. Uh, duskrita, those from bad deeds, uh, 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 past sinful activities, uh, uh, just at bhajana kriya, just when you're beginning to practice, uh, they're, you know, they're pretty much gone. At nishta, they're complete, and then when you come to the stage of asakti, addiction to Krishna, uh, they're uh, 
absolute. Now look at aparad. Offenses. At nishta, the offenses are pervasive. And they don't become almost complete until you get to bhava. So you can be pretty advanced and still there's some aparad. Uh, prema is purna. And notice this. Here's where the absolute comes in. Not till you have the Lord's association. That's that. So this aparad is the is the toughest nut to crack. Uh, there's a difference uh, between sins and offenses. By the way. Because you can be not committing any sins and still be committing an offense. Uh, usually all sins are offenses. But uh, uh, but uh, uh, not all offenses are sins. If you look to the list of uh, offenses against the holy name, some of them are mental. To consider the chanting of Hare Krishna as one of the auspicious ritualistic activities offered in the Vedas as fruit of activities. That's an offense. It's not a sin. That's you know, something in the mind, but it's an offense, for example. Anyway, if we want to come to the stage of nishta, uh, this is what he says is the nishta is the absence of these these five obstacles. Uh, you can look at those. Sleep, to sleep during japa. That happens quite frequently. Very rarely do people, fall, and shravana listening, but sometimes I've seen people giving Bhagavatam class fall asleep while they're doing it, but it just probably needs. Anyway, sleep, vishepa, uh, inattention or distraction, thinking or talking about mundane things while engaging in devotional service. I don't know if this is him or the translator uh, adding this on, but just, you know, when you are chanting your japa, distraction. Your mind goes away. Uh, here's an example of an artanivritti. When you, when you sit down to chant the holy name, okay, in the beginning you'll maybe not be attracted to the holy name. So you have to use your intelligence and direct your attention. It's buddhi that it directs attention. You focus your attention on the holy name. And then you discover five or six mantras into your japa, suddenly you're thinking about something else. Your mind has wandered. Now if you're clearing, you bring it back. You bring your attention back to the holy name. Then the mind wanders again. You bring it back. That's chanting on the clearing stage. Then when you come to the stage of nishta, then it's pretty much fixed. You don't yet have a taste but still, you've got a habit, at least, of when you come to when you when you when you when you come to the stage of of ruchi, 
then you really start to have feelings for the name of Krishna. You like it. It's delightful. You're starting to get this intuition that Krishna and Krishna's name are the same. You're starting to get some experience of that. Then it becomes easy, much easier to concentrate on the holy name. But here, this inattention or distraction always goes away. Your mind wanders. Your mind wanders. You have to bring it back. Read the sixth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita where Krishna is talking about yoga. Wherever the mind wanders, you bring it under the control of the self. And, you know, it's hard to do as Arjuna objects to this. And he says, I think it can't be done. And Krishna says, yeah, you need two things to do it. Constant practice and detachment. So that's the practice. The practice is the mind wanders, you go away. I mean, japa is really nice because you've got a simple arena. You know, to avoid other aparads, uh, it's more complicated. Social inner dealings and all these other things, you know, it's difficult. Deity worship, a lot of things are going on. But for Jampa, it's like a simple arena. There's only three things on the stage or in the boxing ring, you know, <laughs> whatever, maybe. There, there's you, there's your mind, and there's the holy name. Really simple. You focus your attention on the holy name, and your mind wants to run away. Do you notice how your mind wants to, sometimes wants to avoid it? You're not your mind. Good news, you're not your body. At least if you're my age, it's good news. Maybe if you're 14, it's not such good news. But it, you're not your body. But really good news is you're not your mind. And therefore we have prayers. Oh, my mind, you're not a Vaishnava. You're a Vaishnava. You're here because you're a Vaishnava. You've brought with you a mind that is not. Because when you changed bodies, you dragged the mind with you. You didn't change the mind. It came along. So God knows what garbage is in there. You brought with, so it's, you know, it's full of junk. And you're hauling it on, and it's precious junk. I knew one guy once who, you know, used to collect stuff. And he has, his yard was a junkyard. And you, why don't you get rid of that? No, no, this is really important. You know, you can do something with, you know. Our mind's like that junkyard, you know. But we brought it with us. So it's simple. So this is Japa. So here this this is the one to deal uh, with in, in Japa. The mind goes away. So he mentions the other things that are there. Aprati, uh, apratipati, indifference or lack of interest. So sometimes you're not sleepy during Japa. And you're not so distracted, but still you have not so much enthusiasm for it. 
Some days you just have bad days. You don't know why. You know, some planet moved in your chart or something. And, uh, but, you know, some days, you know, you, you kind of have to force yourself. Some days it's really easy and some days it's hard. But if you want to be steady, you, you do it. Uh, this is the quality of steady. Once you get past Nishta, these are, that won't be there. Then there's Ruchi. Uh, and then there's Kashaya, that there's still in your makeup a tendency to bad habit. That's you brought with us from previous lives. Either anger, greed, pride, you know, that's your besetting sin. You're trying to get rid of it, and then it comes out, and you don't want it to, but it's there, you know. And, well, you have to deal with it. And we'll talk about this a little bit, but the first thing you got to deal with is acknowledging it. And then this rasavada, taste for material enjoyment. So this is the thing, and this uh, might be there also. You have a taste for jabba, but you also have a material taste and the opportunity to do something and sense gratification comes up. Not as necessarily a sinful thing, but just another piece of, you know, pie. When you should be in. So, anyway. So this is from Madhurya Kandamani. Uh, uh, so we, we need to come from, away from this uh, Anartanivritti. So how to do that? Uh, let me see. How to do it? You, we have to have one certain quality, and that quality is called uh, Sharalata. Sharalata uh, means simplicity or free from duplicity. Uh, and here uh, Prabhupada gives, uh, gives a uh, 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 idea of this simplicity or freedom from duplicity. This is from one of his purports. Anyone can become successful in devotional service provided... He displays no duplicity. It is explained here that one must be very frank and open-minded. To be situated in a lower status of life is not a disqualification for success in devotional service. The only qualification is that whether one is Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, or Sudra, he must be open, frank, and free from Reservation. So, charlatan means simplicity, and Prabhupada uh, 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 says this is uh, uh, in the purport. Uh, the first qualification of a Vaishnava: duplicity. In other words, you have to look at yourself, and you have to see what are my faults and not try to conceal them, either from myself or from other people. Uh, when I conceal them from myself, then I won't. This word charlata, this dictionary definition from the Sanskrit dictionary, uprightness, honesty, simplicity, frankness. 
This is really the essential uh, quality. Uh, I don't know what screen on we have. Look around here. Yeah. I'll leave this here. Uh, that's that's what we need. Uh, so you have to deal with the fact that here I am and here is the pure devotee. I have to be frank about where I am at. And I have to take steps to improve. Now, if you're interested in Krishna consciousness, my experience is that if you're honest, you will know what you have to do next. I mean, for me, the really uh, important thing uh, with, since we're cultivating the holy name, is first of all to work on it during japa. This, because Krishna is in your heart as the super soul. If you're showing you're interested to advance in Krishna consciousness honestly, then uh, he'll show you what to do. What happens when you're not frank, you substitute other things. Uh, you find out that you're good at collecting money. And if you collect money, you get a lot of honor from devotees. And then you think, this is how I make advancement. I can get recognition from other people. Whenever I give a big donation, you know, in every religious institution's big temples, they're built on guilt. I've made money and... And, uh, and while I'm making money, I'm a devotee, I like it, but, you know, other people, they can do that other stuff, and I'm, you know, I make money, but I still like my booze, or I still like my women. But, I, you know, I'll give something. That's not to disparage our donors. And we, but, but when it's a substitute, when it's a substitute for advancement in Krishna consciousness, uh, uh, so a, a lot of people, when going out on Sankirtan to bring back a lot of money, that was the big thing they did. And then they thought, oh, now I'm a great devotee, I'm good at Sankirtan. They substituted something for something else. And they're good at Sankirtan because they knew how to, you know, they're good businessmen. As one of our presidents said in America, the business of America is business. And you can substitute talented business to go up to somebody in the street and say, hey, uh, uh, I got a lot of ones in my wallet. Uh, here's this book, you know, okay, you'll give me uh, you'll, yeah, $5. I have a 20, and then the guy has to bargain for his change. That was going on a lot. It was called the change-up by the Sankirtan. So you could bring back a lot of money by uh, making the guy bargain to get his change back for the $20 bill. Can you leave it at 10? We're doing good work, you know. These are examples of how, how you, could, you could do that. Now, there's, it's not necessarily bad, but if that's what you're good at doing, and suddenly you become a big devotee while also you're not chanting your rounds and while also you're doing other things, and also another thing you do is you become a fault finder. It, it is... 
in any high demand religion you'll find out that one of the difficult things to deal with is fault finding if you get a bunch of monks or a bunch of nuns that's the problem you've got all these high standards and you're always looking to see who's messing up who's doing wrong and why are you looking for other people's faults so you don't have to deal with your own this is the social aspect of not going through anarta nirvritti you don't have that honesty or that simplicity and you know you have faults and you feel bad about it but you don't want to even acknowledge it and you can think well if these people are worse than me then i'm okay uh, and it happens in the hari krishna movement and just to show you how bona fide it is uh there's uh uh ramachandra puri this is from the anchalila because uh ramachandra puri uh created a big offense i don't have the text up here cuz i can't even get my database up so R- ramachandra puri the okay ramachandra puri was a disciple of madhav uh, uh puri like ishvara puri but he defi- he he offended his spiritual master what what had happened was when when madhavendra puri was in his last days he was feeling strong feelings of separation uh, and lamenting oh i haven't i can't see krishna in the mood of radharani ishwar puri was attending to his personal needs and taking care of them like a nurse ramachandra puri came and he said why are you lamenting the sochati and the kanchati there should be no hankering lamenting you know you should fix your mind on brahman and therefore he criticized his spiritual mind not recognizing his advanced stage of devotee and being con- devotional service and being contaminated by maya bad philosophy and so he was rejected by madhavendra puri so you have ishwara puri who was the faithful disciple and as as his result he got to become the guru of lord chaitanya sankirtan guru of satyam sunyas guru but ramachandra puri became a fault finder this is what it says ramachandra puri be concerned himself with gathering all sorts of information about how sri chaitanya mahaprabhu was situated including his regular principles his lunch his sleep his movements this is what he did because ramachandra puri was interested only in finding faults he could not understand the transcendental qualities of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu his only concern was finding faults but he couldn't find any 
So if you see these things happening in ISKCON, hey, it's bona fide. <laughs> there was under Lord Chaitanya's time, involving Lord Chaitanya himself. Uh, at last he found a fault. Uh, this is from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. How can a person in the renounced order eat so many sweets, sweetmeats? If he eat, one eats sweets, controlling the senses is very difficult. Right? That's a part. Yeah, we know that. Shouldn't eat too many sweets. But what Ramachandrapuri had done, he had taken this very minor virtue. And that became the main thing. This is one of the tactics, substituting a minor for a major virtue. And that becomes your main thing. And then you go around looking, who doesn't get up every morning at the right time? Who doesn't, you know, I see some people, they sit on chairs rather than cross legs. You know, whatever it might be, you can find so many things. So, in this way, Ramachandrapuri blasphemed Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before everyone. Nevertheless, he would regularly come to see the Lord every day. These people don't go away. <laughs> if I'm so bad, why do you come and see me? No, no, they're always coming to see you. So when they met, he offered obeisances to uh, Mahaprabhu. But his business was to find fault. And Lord Chaitanya observed the etiquette. Well, you're God brother of my spiritual master, so high. And then he didn't criticize him. He uh, came to Lord Chaitanya's, couldn't find him, he was eating sweets, but he saw ants. Oh, this, that means there must have been sweets here. This is the kind of a guy he was. There must have been sweets. Uh, and told everybody I saw the ants. So then he tells, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to eat any, you know. Uh, 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 I, one fourth of how much. He, he would go and eat in different householders' places. Householders' houses of his disciples there in Puri. If they were Brahmanas, they would cook for him. If they were not Brahmanas, they would buy the Jagannath Prasad and, uh, and serve that. So uh, he stopped eating. And everybody got uh, very morose. And then when he found out that he was not eating, he said, you know, you're skinny. He says, then he accused them of dry renunciation. <laughs> That's right here. This is all from the Chaitanya chart. I'm reading. You can find it all there. Uh, and so then they said to him, uh, uh, Parmanandapuri said, you know, my godbrother, he's a critic. First, he lets one eat as much as he desires, and if one doesn't eat more than necessary, with great attention, he makes him eat more. And he says he makes people eat more than necessary, and then criticize them. Oh, you eat so much, 
How much money do you have in your treasury? Also, by inducing sannyasis to eat so much, uh, I understand you have no advancement. So this is uh, this is the kind of people. So any anyway, uh, we don't have uh, much time to get into this anymore. That's that's what people do. You and you'll find it in ISKCON that this 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 goes on. We should. First of all, worry about ourselves. So how to deal with the gap in a productive way? First of all, humility is very good. Humility is simply being honest. That's all. I'm a fallen soul. If I was so advanced, I wouldn't even be in this world. So it's just it's just frankness and honesty, uh, I, I, and I'm not my mind. Okay, from my past bad deeds, I've gotten this material body, this material mind. I've got material desires. Okay, I know I'm fallen. That's why I came to this movement. Uh, so I I I I, I, sh- I, sh- I should be just frank and honest, and simple. Uh, like that. that that's that's the the and I should but I, I know how to deal with it I know how to undertake a Nartanivritti and to me uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur tells us this that of all the uh, offenses against the holy name he said, the offense from which all the other offenses spring is pramadaha, distraction. And I can understand that. There are, this is, this is the, the, the breeding ground for all the different offenses. And we at least have to chant on the clearing stage. Chanting on the stage of trying to become free from offenses. And while we're doing japa, as I said, it's nobody else except me and my mind in the arena, so I can deal with that one. That's the place to deal with inattentiveness, distraction. So that... that's the one from which the other offenses then. Because a Vaishnava Aparat is also one of the offenses against the holy name. Not only offenses against devotees, offenses against the name. And so, so uh, if I can begin to control my mind uh, during Japa, then there's no chance of Vaishnava Aparat. I mean, you can sit and chant Japa and be thinking about that guy across the, the room who I hate so much. But, you know, if you just chant the holy name. And the holy name works. We just pay attention. Because when you are just trying to pay attention to the holy name, we're at least chanting on the clearing stage. The pure stage of chanting, there's no problem. But if you're just trying to pay attention, that's clearing. 
Because in, while you're trying to pay attention, while you're trying to become free from offenses, then the pure name is not manifested. But what's manifest is the, the uh, nam abasa. Haridas uh, uh, Thakur compares this to the dawning twilight. That's Abasa means the projection of light in the darkness, reflection in a mirror. So in, in, in the morning, uh, twilight, the dawning twilight, the half-light that's there, that's Abasa. So Haridas Thakur says that that when the dawning light is in the sky, the forest becomes safe. You're in the woods. Uh, the woods are a dangerous place at night. There's wild animals. There's robbers, thieves, dacoits, highwaymen. And then there's bhutas, pretas, pichachalas, uh, you know, ghosts. Hobgoblins, werewolves, vampires, you know, make lurking. So the forest is very dangerous at night. But just the dawning light of the day, just that dawning twilight makes the forest safe. The wild animals go back to their dens and lairs and the robbers and thieves to their hideouts and we know that Dracula goes back in his coffin and the werewolf turns back into a man, you know. So it becomes safe. This, this is this, this dawning, this sanama basa, he says, all sins and offenses start to go away. They go away. So that's the chanting on the clearing stage. And then on the pure stage, the full light is there and you see Krishna. So this is the clearing stage. We must be on this clearing stage of anartanirvritti. Uh, so this begins when we are chanting our japa, when we are in kirtan, that we actually give our attention to the holy name. Uh, that will... Uh, that's all our, our, our root practice. We take this vow to chant 16 rounds a day. We should be chanting 16 rounds on the clearing stage. So it is not a good idea to chant our rounds while driving the car, while doing other things, while watching television, while, you know, whatever the things go on. Uh, uh, and in, in, in this way, uh, you know, we will avoid anartas. If the anartas there, then what happens? I don't have time to get into it anymore. We're running out of time. But this is hold on. Anartas become socialized. In other words, if you have a, you're maintaining some kind of offense. Uh, the best thing to do is to find somebody else who's got the same anartha. And then you get social reinforcement and support. I've been around where some uh, householders, men, who are, I know very well, are, you know, following the two regular principles. <laughs> somebody once said, <laughs> in a moment of honesty, Following the two regular principles, uh, and, 
And those kind of men, what are they talking about? The evils, the bad deeds of certain sannyasis. Kind of preoccupied a lot with how sannyasis are actually in this or that or the other thing. That's their occupation. So they've socialized their anartha. And when they ever get together, they can sit and do that and they find fault with the devotees. Uh, the guys that are really sincere, you know, they oh yeah, yeah, holy Joe, you know. <laughs> These guys. And, and those, they, then they actually, you know, form separate little groups actually in a little society and break off from the main society and give themselves a name in their own parallel ISKCON movement. We have a kind of parody ISKCON movements even sometimes where they follow the two regular principles. Anyway, I shouldn't find fault. But <laughs> so be careful. Good association is really important. Uh, and But you will see that these anarchists become uh, socialized sometimes. And there's much more to be said about that. But... Uh, and it's not just our spiritual group. Any high-demand religious group, you'll find the same dynamics at work. Uh, uh, that's what's going on. So uh, these are these really should should dedicate ourselves uh, to the practice of anartanivriti. Don't spend your whole career getting to that point. Nish, once we becomes nishta, it's rare that anyone falls down, and progress becomes much more uh, uh, swift, and uh, Krishna consciousness becomes quite delightful, because right after uh, um, uh, nishta is ruchi, uh, is fun to do. Pakyaksha avagamam dharmam, you know, really want to see Krishna directly and you like it. Okay? Any questions or comments? Yeah, Maharaj. Uh, question and a couple of comments. Well, first in appreciation. Over the years, there have been opportunities. I mean, the, the one that I remember the best is that Japa retreat in Ojai. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, your participation in that group discussion that we had. To tell appreciation is for the audience. Well, Rabindra Saruprabhu has been, this topic is an important topic for him and he's been personally internalizing. That's my observation and appreciation. You can't get to a higher stage of Krishna consciousness without that. So he's just sharing that journey, as far as I, this is my perspective, in that effort. And you know, watch him when he chants Japa. It's nothing else is going on but Japa. Uh, a, a, a comment, that was an appreciation. A comment is, from that chapter 3, Madhurya Kandambani, the, the anartas that arise from bhakti, my understanding is it comes in the form of Labha Puja and Pratishta. He comments like that. Mm-hmm. That is, one becomes a little successful. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
It's kind of like the Tarangarangani. Yeah, yeah, when it sure. becomes a little successful and tries to be the enjoyer of that success mm-hmm. in the form of Baba Puja Pratishta. Yeah, yeah, right. And then uh, the question Thank is... You. Yeah, that's right. The question is... Um, could you connect the topic that you chose with the theme? Because when I were we, communicating with you, you know, the first one that was obvious yesterday morning's topic fits in completely with this con 50. Prabhupada is the wellspring of this con. He's the crow of the petals. Mm-hmm. Could you share your thoughts why you thought this particular topic was connecting with the theme of this gathering? Well, uh, to me, for, for, for all, all everything to go well, this has to go well. To me, it's like at the center, you know, if you've got petals, what's at the center? <laughs> the petals is this. I, I've seen so many people in the course of, of, of my experience in the movement trying to have the Krishna consciousness movement without the Krishna consciousness What's the use? We're not here to have another karma kanda religion. We're here so to fulfill all of our things, to place, make a place where everybody can get together, where we can fill all the purposes of ISKCON. This is what's, to me, it's at the heart of all of them. And that's why I wanted to, to bring this one up. Everything will work if this is there. And that's why Prabhupada created ISKCON, to make pure devotees. It is not impossible. And remember, the one thing is, when we're chanting Hare Krishna and we're trying to pay attention, it's not just mechanical. You are showing Krishna that you are interested. It's not a do-it-yourself Krishna wants us to become pure devotees more than we want. He wants us. It's an amazing thing about Krishna that he's in the spiritual world and he's surrounded by all these, you know, incredible devotees. Yet he wants us. We're sitting here in this material world. He wants us. He feels that we have something to offer him in a relationship. Because everyone is different. We're unique. So we have something to contribute to that party that's going on and that in which bliss is ever increasing. We have something to contribute. He wants us. So we all we have to do is respond and show Krishna that we are interested in and revitalizing and bringing back that relationship and he becomes so happy that we want to do it you'll be amazed what Krishna can do and then you start to see that Krishna is giving you mercy and then you feel really humble because you don't deserve it and really thankful and really grateful and you want to do something for Krishna? Hey, Krishna, what can I do for you? And then he'll show you what he could, you can do for him. And so this is really what it's about. It's about a relationship with Krishna. It's not just mechanically doing this thing. 
So we are showing Krishna that we're interested. And so that means even at the very beginning, even if eight times in two minutes your mind is wandering and you're just trying to bring it back, it may seem mechanical, but just remember you're showing Krishna that you're interested. And he's watching. He's in a heart. He's very close to us. Very, very close. And paying attention. You know, he can pay attention. He can give his 100% attention to everything. But <laughs> we have to leave things out. But Krishna doesn't have to leave anything out. Anything else? The lawyer in the back. Huh? You have a mic? Prabhu, I have a question. Oh, okay. You have the mic. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you for a wonderful class. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a question. You said two times in the lecture that Nishtha, one is fixed on Krishna. The mind is fixed on Krishna. Mm-hmm. I am thinking of Bharat Maharaj where I have heard that he was on a bhava platform. He not exactly fell down, but yes, his mind was completely fixed on Krishna. But then also he diverted in a way Mm -hmm. in his spiritual progress. And so how can we connect that? And I also have heard that there should always be a healthy fear. Yeah, Yeah, healthy fear of material existence of or, or, or a falling Well, Prabhupada down. said that you should always be afraid. Yeah. And one, th- one thing about being fixed is you become humble and you can think, and at any minute I can fall down. You know? But that deer was Krishna conscious, remember. He didn't exactly entirely... <laughs> he didn't lose it. Whatever you've gained in spiritual life, that's yours, even if you're in the body of a deer. So he did become he did become a little distracted by the deer, a little spotted. It's actually an antelope, by the way, a little spotted antelope. We call it a deer, but yeah, it's cute. Pet ownership has its dangers, but uh, but but you, but. Uh, but when you're at the, sta- the stage of, 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 of nishta, it is very rare that somebody falls down. You can. you can. You can fall down from a very, very high level sometimes under certain circumstances. I spoke on this very same topic. I spent about... 250 hours exploring Bhakti Sandarbha on this topic. Oh yeah, really, huh? I'll send you the the, the, the verses. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Jiva Goswami says about Bharat Maharaj, he fell because of a previous life's aparat. Oh, I see. And wow, that's <laughs> the aparat. He says it's right in the verse. He quotes the verse. Due to a, an unfulfilled desire or something like that, he then says, this is parabdha karma, but bhakti is more powerful than parabdha karma. So he didn't fall because of parabdha karma. He fell because of a previous life's offense, and that offense fructified in terms of his choosing to stop bhakti in favor of attachment for the deer. Hmm. He made a choice 
prompted by a previous offense. That's how powerful offense is. Wow. Yeah. No, the, the, uh, a sin, all sins are offenses, but not all offenses are sins. So they're subtle. They're mental. I, I think I mentioned that before. Yeah. Thank you very much. That's, yeah, please send it to me. Thank you. Next question, comment? <clears throat> Hi, Krishna. Um, uh, sometimes I feel uh, like uh, the, the three categories uh, of levels of chanting the holy name, uh, nam-aparad, offensive chanting, uh, the clearing stage, nam-abhas, and shudanam, pure chanting, that they're overly broad or perhaps imprecise. Uh, I'd like some clarification, if you wouldn't mind. Particularly, I'm thinking uh, of the over-broad broad way of categorizing uh, uh, the clearing stage of chanting. When I think of my own experience, and perhaps others, uh, I, I may have this, uh, I think that uh, I'm, just by chanting japa, I suppose I'm trying to clear up my anartas. But then again, while I'm chanting, I feel like there's 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 such a there's so many different levels of, of how much I'm trying. I mean, am I really trying? Or am I sometimes I'm trying and then sometimes I'm giving in to distraction. So I wonder is it is it is it just Nama bus and Nama Parad or is there there's or there lower quality Nama bus or I was, Yeah of course. I, I, th I think we all have good days and we have bad days. But we should be making progress. I mean, to be in the stage of the clearing stage, you're making progress. I mean, it may be you go a little bit this way, you slide back, but then you, you recover and you go back further. So, you know, you're, the, the, the ups should be higher and the, the downs should not be so low, even though you're not as completely steady. But the general direction, if you take the, take the mean, you know, it'll be up. <laughs> that's, 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 so long it, 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 that's happened. And you can have some, some severe setbacks, you know. Things happen. That, 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 that just suddenly your circumstances become very, very difficult. You know, you know fa failing body, financial failure, you know, all of a sudden you're making really great progress in Christian consciousness and suddenly, you know, you don't have any economy anymore. And what are, you know, that, that can really set you back because your mind is distracted about financial worries that can, you know, those are really obsessive. Uh, and uh, so those are the kind, you know, then you have to deal with that. So th that, that's life happens. Thank you. Anything else? I just want to confirm this, that um, uh, when we are dividing these stages, uh, Shraddha, uh, Sadhu Sangha, mm -hmm. uh, Anarthanivriti, uh, at one point of time, a soul is primarily in one, but there are other things going on, like I am in, in Anarthanivriti right now. That doesn't mean, that means like I might have 5% of Ruchi too. I might have 2% of Nishtha, 
but primarily i am in anartha nivritti and as i grow uh, I, i i might grow to 50% of nishta but there is still 25% of anartha nivritti yeah. going on oh there's i'm sure there's some overlap there's not like you know strict boundaries like a crossing from one country to another there there are countries in the world right now that even have vague boundaries <laughs> you know so, so so sometimes there's this uh, there's a frontier area so you you might might not be clear but generally these are the the the, the stages uh that that uh, that uh, are there uh, and uh the look the main thing to know is what do i have to do to advance in krishna consciousness what's my next step you should be willing to take the next step and if you're praying to take the next step wanting to take the next step krishna will make sure you know what it is and 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 that's it's not an abstract problem it's a very concrete issue with us what do i what do i do next and it's not necessarily to put this label on or other but this is the guidance that we're given by people who have been through this and have given us their uh, instructions how to do it and uh, you know it's very 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 useful uh thank you shri uh i want to thank you for uh, bringing this focus of uh, uh making this commitment of like at least the 16 rounds that we chant uh, at least that need to be in the clearing stage and the focus need, need to go on attention um i have a question uh, on the similar note uh, to clarify uh, recently i was reading in japa book by burijan prabhu where he was mentioning this point that uh, not even let your mind drift on the meaning of the mahamantra or prayer <coughs> or uh, just stay with the mantra that we are chanting right now so but my understanding is that mind can even play uh, you know in the sense like if the mind is getting drifted to the prayer or the meaning at the time of chanting that itself can be a distraction because it's taking me away from my focus from the holy name and during the clearing stage the focus has to remain on the holy name and and the process is to just hear and be receptive to the name is is that a right understanding Yeah, you, you, that's your name. I mean, to to chant. Uh, first of all, there's the mechanical. Uh, you just fix it there. But then you should chant with feeling. How do you make a feeling? Well, um, um, automatically, if you're paying attention, that will at least start to. actually feelings will come uh uh and, and uh the first feeling the first feelings will that will, will actually come of sort of its own accord is is a, is a sense of humility you'll find out that in the second shishastika prayers what lord chaitanya felt was dainya humility uh and it it comes of its own accord i mean there will uh, uh and then other things will uh, will happen too uh 
Uh, one thing that, that I have done, this is my own practice, and I don't know that there's any precedent for it, but at one particular point, I took the time to learn the Shishastika prayers in Sanskrit, uh, so I didn't have to translate it. Uh, I, I don't know that much Sanskrit. I had one university course and forgot everything. But, but, <laughs> but I, 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 I learned them well enough so I could say it in Sanskrit and understand it. I didn't have to, you know, say Sanskrit and then an English translation. Because in the Sanskrit there's more feeling, actually. Uh, and, uh, and then, so, then I learned them well enough so I could just Think of the, the Shishastika prayer as a whole. Because, and I did this based on something Bhaktivinoda Thakur says. He said that the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra consists of eight pages, eight pairs of names. The first pair indicate the first verse of the Shishastika, the second, the second, and so on. The second pair of names is second. And I found I could go Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. And at the same time, recall the verse of the Shishastika prayers that corresponded. It took a little while, but I got there. And it's not a distraction. That's not thinking of something else. Just based on what Bhaktivinoda Thakur said. You know? So always, before I sit down to chant any amount of japa, I, I go to the Shishastika prayers. And, and, and then so, you know, because there, Hare Krishna, if you just think of that first, in one flash you see the whole Shishastika, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Now you're on the stage of Ruchi, Rama, you know, and so on. You know. I mean, Bhaktivinoda Thakur goes further, which I haven't done, is Astakali Alila Smarn, I'm remembering Krishna's uh, Leela, eight parts of the day by chanting the Harinam. The, the, you know, that's another thing. But anyway, this is this is different ways you can do that. But if you just pay attention, the the, the feelings that are embedded in the holy names, they, they will they will they will come out there. They come of their own accord. The whole the the Hari Krishna mantra starts to work on you. It does its thing. If you just get every all that little garbage out of the way and let it do its thing. Hare Krishna, Ravindasura Prabhu. I wanted to ask you if you can speak a little more about uh, what you mentioned in terms of presenting oneself. The Vaishnava presents itself is open and um, there is no duplicities. It's just as it is. Basically, there's no what? Duplicity. 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 Uh, uh. Yeah. So you present honestly, in whatever stage you are, and it's, it's very clear. And um, I was just thinking, you know, some there are certain things that are easy to present of oneself, you know, to 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 the society, but there are other things that are not necessarily that maybe not socially acceptable in certain situations. Well, uh, freedom from... It doesn't mean you have to have to sit before everybody and tell everybody everything you've done wrong and everything you're planning to do wrong or, you know. 
It's not like the AA, you know. The main main person that you have to be honest with is yourself. That's the main thing, that you can't be fooling yourself. And usually when, 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 when we are stuck in an anartha, it's because we're fooling ourselves. Uh, so it doesn't mean that, 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 that uh, 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 yeah, uh, it, it's, uh, uh, if you want to, sh- and you know, sometimes there's, there's people that you can talk to about your problems and difficulties. You know, you have a spiritual master. Well, that's the usual the last person you want to know what's really going on, but unfortunately, but you should have somebody that in whom you can confide. It always helps, uh, uh, and that that you can you can work through problems and shortcomings with. Uh, 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 uh. So so that that. that that, but that—that's the main thing I think is—is—is—is—is is, 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 is being honest with yourself uh, about yourself, and that's why you know humility is is, is really uh, required uh, in, in this 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 kind of thing, uh, and a, a willingness, yeah, to uh, and gratitude for the mercy that you've received. Uh, and do we, we we're running out of time, aren't we? Okay, so we'll we'll have to stop there. Yeah, I think. Huh? Okay. This is one of those. I Thank feel you very much. Hari hari. This is one of those sessions. I I felt sad to actually have to come and try to actually end the session because it can go on and on and on. Such a sweet uh, discourse. Thank you so much. It's Grace Rabin. We also uh, wanted to mention that the book, Srila uh, Prabhupada Founder Acharya, is available. It's at the registration desk. Are there still copies available? Okay. All right. There's still a few copies available. So if you don't have a copy, please... Uh, they're available at the uh, registration desk. Again, we remind you that the breakout session will take place this afternoon, 3.45, and uh, think about the different groups that you, uh, or the group that you would like to participate in, and so we can understand how many uh, breakout sessions we need to have. Um, 10.15, we have Kirtan here. We reconvene at that time, and uh, following... Uh, that is uh, the session with His Holiness Romapad Swami, honoring unity and diversity. What are the different breakout sessions? Uh, the breakout sessions are based upon the past uh, presentations. Yes. Okay. Yes, and the breakout sessions will have different groups. Uh, and in those groups, we would like to um, go over the what you've learned here and then discuss ways in which we can take it back.